Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You just be sitting up there jacking Pepsi. <laughs> I'm there for the pot goat. You just got to pack me in committed to the bow early on like i love getting close and putting up you cover a range of stuff on here too right like we call this the uh, the thp world headquarters you know my grandpa roy weatherby i came into like that golden little pocket where there was like four or five different bowls just you're canadian we're doing yeah, a canadian I... podcast my name's douglas Bowes. i'm robbie denning no point in delaying the inevitable Oh man, my hunting season keeps going the way that it is. It's not going to take more than a couple of weeks here. Don't worry about that. Oh man, it looked like you were on some animals, huh? <laughs> Every day. Every day that I was out, yeah, we got, I got sick uh, just after the first weekend. I think I had one, two, three, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, Monday I started feeling ill, but I got Monday morning in. Yeah. And yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was down for the count. Couldn't go to work and like vomiting and. No, just uh, full body aches and no energy. Like couldn't drag myself out of bed really nasally. Yeah, I just, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they ended up doing like a nerve block halfway up my hand to get the rest of my fingers numb. And then they burnt the living hell out of it. And then, uh, yeah, I came home. My wife just looked at me. She's like, you are so stupid. And it could not have been at a worse time because it was mid-June. And we were leaving for Hawaii in a couple of weeks for a family vacation. And I was like, oh, it'll totally be better by then. And she's like, it's uh, absolutely not going to be better by then. It's two weeks away. And uh, it was fine. I mean, it it's grown back. Can't even really tell minus the fact that, you know, a third of the tip of my finger is gone. But it's it's grown over with skin and stuff like that. And we got to name a podcast after it. So um just you know, <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> so, so there, the, I, I was listening to, uh, to another guy down here, uh, Michael Batiste with the Elk Calling Academy. I don't know if you guys know him and he was cracking up that I posted that 
that video of my finger getting cut off and called it, you know, it's just the tip Tuesday. And I thought to myself, we should do a short form podcast with that. So that's, that's what we did. But I tell you what, boys, if you get the chance, you need to go to Maui, right? Like support them after the fire and everything else. But like the axis deer hunting down there. Oh, I'd love to go. Oh my God. It was, it was, there's no words to describe how awesome it was. If I have a few border issues I have to work out. Uh huh. But uh, if that wasn't the case, I would already be gone. It was, honest to God, the coolest freaking thing. So I got. Are they just got, like everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they are. Like, they're like the fallow deer here are like on Vancouver Island. They just don't. Yeah. They just take over. There's no natural predators for them. There's no natural predators. And gotcha. they are. They are literally keanu reeves in the matrix like you fire an arrow and you have no idea how you just missed a deer at 27 yards you're like i did not pull that shot and yet it doesn't touch that deer and it you know bounds off and looks but they're everywhere they're super wily um i got really lucky and got hooked up with a a super great guy down there um sean curran i don't know if you guys know him down there no man he took a chance at taking me out by the recommendation of another friend. And, uh, he took me out. Jesus Christ. We had the best time. I mean, we were, we were cracking up, you know, he, he made the comment he's like, you can come back. I'll take you out anytime. I was like, Oh, thank God. I didn't blow this one. He's like, I haven't laughed this hard on a hunt in a long time. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell did I do to make you laugh that hard? He said, you make fun of yourself more than I ever could make fun of you. Like this was great. <laughs> I mean, this, like, for example, there was a, there was a, a spike deer, you know, we bear or army crawled in to this super, super dense. I don't even know what the trees were forest. And he's like, well, there's a deer there, 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 there's like between 80 and 130 deer up in front of us. And I couldn't see a goddamn thing, and, you know, cause they looked the color of everything down there. So finally I got that axis deer vision. And a spike came walking in and he's like, get on your knees. Don't make eye contact, do everything super slow. And so he gets it on video and I was great. And it was, it was 15 yards. And I was like, do you have a distance? He's like, you don't need a distance. It's too close. It's right there. And so I draw (laughs) back. I'm like, okay, great. So I draw back and I shoot and I look at him and (laughs) the deer bound off and like not not all 120 but like 30 of them bound off and i looked at him and i said what just happened and he's like you fucking tell me you shot 10 feet in front of you that deer was only like 12 yards you sh- the arrow's right there it's 10 feet in front of you and so we went back and looked at the video and, and i started making fun of myself i'm like oh oh see right there that's that's what happened He's like, what? I'm like, apparently you're supposed to look through that peep site before you look through your actual site. I got a little too excited. And he was like, man, you are a dipshit. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I sure as hell am a dipshit. But then we we army crawled more and I got a nice doe at 36 yards. She was bedded at the base of whatever those trees were. You had to thread the needle and had it was like a frontal shot so had to hit her lying down frontal put it through her heart she was good and half the herd spooked off and he said like 
just don't move. Just stand there. Don't move. They may circle back around. And so they didn't. We walked about another 25 yards literally to the left-hand side. And another group, when they got up and ran, it pushed another group down from the hill right in front of us. And he's like, well, go ahead and shoot whatever one you want. And I was like, whatever one? He's like, yeah, whatever one you want. Go ahead. And so there was one standing broadside at like, I don't know, 40, 42 yards and put an arrow through that. And he ran and died like 20 yards from where she was dead and got two axis deer on on that day. It was freaking awesome, dude. It was so cool. And I, I mean, those were three of the shots. I won't mention the other four arrows that were missing from my quiver at the end of that hunt. I mean, I, they, they got hooked up on some brush, right? They Well, it's really thick down there. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> they're, they're no longer in my quiver. They're no longer able to be shot. <laughs> and that's what I told like a couple of friends that are going down. I'm like, go down with a couple dozen arrows just in case, like you should get the tight spot quiver that holds like 10 or 12 arrows, not one that holds five or six. Maybe get two of them. Yes. You might need it. So it wouldn't hurt. Oh, so. that's, that's good. So you can just go hunt them. You just, you don't need a guide or anything. So on public land. Yeah. He's, he runs a, uh, game management company. So like the fruit farmers and stuff down there will, oh, yeah. um, take care of it, like hire them to remove animals because they, they're decimating everything down gotcha. there. But yeah. yeah, you can go and, and it's pretty cool. The, um, uh, the tag down there, it's one year from the date of purchase. So if you oh, buy it on June 17th in 23, it's good to June 17th, 24. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I know they're, they're pretty, they're running pretty crazy around down there. It's kind of like those fallow deer that were introduced to Vancouver or like not Vancouver, but like the main Island. And yep. There's a couple of them there. They're just going absolutely like, they just go crazy. Oh, he gave it's me all the private land down there. It's 100% private land. So you need permission. So. so that's where most of these deer are too. Like there's some up in the rainforest and stuff like that. Those ones are really hard to hunt. They all go down to those private fruit orchards, like where right. Dole pineapple and all that stuff used to be. And it's all privately owned. And I mean, we saw herds of hundreds down yeah, there. That'd be cool. crazy, you know, but all the, yeah, I've all always the people... wanted to do that. It's so much fun. Dude, it's all the people that are have access to those properties or have those ranches, they can go out and hunt them. They're booked for so many years. Like yeah. it's it's absolutely crazy. Um the yeah, other I island, looked into that a few times. Like you can go online and look, and I was like, fuck, yeah. you know, that's pretty freaking reasonable. Like, dude, absolutely. Insane. You can yeah. buy a plane ticket to Maui. Like if you book a hunt for let's say 25, two years from now, you get a plane ticket to Maui, you pay for your hunt. And I mean, it's great camping down there. There's quite a few cheaper accommodations too. I mean, you're in freaking Maui. I really think you can do that whole hunt round trip airline and everything for less than one of the high fence hunts in Texas for an access buck. I mean, I looked at those hunts and they're like 4,500, 5,200 bucks for one of the access hunts down in Texas. Yeah. We got round trip tickets to Maui at a steal. In June, we used some airline miles, but they weren't that expensive. We stayed at a pretty nice place for a while, rented a car. I mean, most people that I talked to that have been down there are like, oh, I just rent the Suburban and go sleep on the beach for like four days and hunt. And then I'll, you know, family will come down after the hunt. So that's, that's my play in the future. 
Yeah. Well, Fly down you, three days my, before. My wife before too, she's like, oh, let's just take the kids to Disney World, Disneyland. I'm like, fuck that. If we're going to go, we're going to go to Hawaii and hunt axis deer over that. Yep. Nah, man. And I, now, like, my kid's like, why? He'd be definitely into it. He's like, fuck well, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, Mom, I was, you can come if you want. <laughs> <laughs> take Wyatt and go down three days before mom and, and the younger one comes down. That's, that's what we're, I'm going to do in the future. Yeah. Like when we go back, it's, I'm going to go down three days prior, but I'm the same way about Disney world, man. Luke, like Luke was a hundred percent. Like, I don't want to fucking go to Disney world. Like there's nothing there for me. And Kristen was like, we need to go to Disney World. Everyone's going to Disney World. And I'm giving them like over her shoulder. I'm giving them like that. No, no, tell her no. <laughs> and so then my youngest Griffin, who's eight, you know, a couple of years ago, he's like, yeah, I'd really like Disney World. Him and Luke spent a few hours together discussing going to <laughs> Disney World. Griffin comes back downstairs. He's like, mom, I don't want to go to Disney World after all. And I was like, that a boy, Luke. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he took care of that for me. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think, man, my crew wouldn't have a lot of fun there. Even my wife, no. she, after first half a day, she'd be like, okay, fuck yeah. this. Exactly. Exactly. 10,000 people trying to look at the exact oh, same attraction. Yeah. No, yeah. That, Sitting in line for two hours to do a 30 second ride. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you guys. I agree with so you. So, Mike, guys. we had you on, but what was it, about a year ago? Yeah, I think it was about a year ago, right? Yeah, app hadn't come out yet. It's out now. Nope. Yeah, it's Why out. You give it a little plug now that it's out. Man, it's it's awesome. Like it. So the Cutright mobile app, all the videos are downloadable. It teaches. Well, it doesn't teach anything. You have to watch the videos and learn it. The videos teach. It has elk and deer, the two main modules on it right now. Field dressing, animal, gutless method, both elk and deer. The videos are a little long. Like the hindquarter video is 17 minutes, and we've gotten some user feedback on that. We were going to push a update in the middle of elk season, but that has been attempted before with different apps that Got Game has, and it's caused problems. So we have a pretty major update coming after elk season, hopefully before the majority of deer rifle season starts that we took those 17 minute videos because user feedback was, I don't have 17 minutes to watch a video when there's an elk bloating in front of me. I need the three minute <laughs> condensed version. Cause you should be watching you that could. shit beforehand. Yeah. I was going to say like, you could take 20 <laughs> minutes and figure it out before you go. But I mean, dude, but you know, fuck yeah. nobody does that. Right. I mean, it, I would like, so Yes, that would be the ideal thing. But so we have that. And then when you get your kill home, I think the true gem of the app, I mean, the field dressing is great, but whether you take your animal out whole, most people can stumble their way through it, right? Maybe not maximize their meat off their kill. If they do it via the videos or by the way, the videos have demonstrated, they'll maximize their meat off the kill. But the true gem of that app in my opinion, is the butchering section. I mean, it. I've watched it multiple times trying to figure out, okay, how can we make this clearer? How can we make this more concise? How can we make this more user-friendly? And we're going to re-record a few things with different camera angles to show a few different things. But it, the butchering section is it is so it, it's very tight. It's it's concise. It's great. It's clear. You know. We go through each cut, 
where it is on the quarter sitting in front of you, how to pull it off, you know, once you pull it off, what to do with it. And then we even after you pull all those cuts off, and I've put a few Instagram reels out of this, they're sitting on a, a cookie tray in front of you. We run through them again so you can tell the difference between the bottom round, the top round, the eye of round, and you know, the gracilis muscle and all these other muscles that I was thinking of you yesterday when <laughs> I was cutting that up in the gracilis. Because we were talking yeah. about that last time. Yeah. Did you pull it off? Yeah, I did. Nice. Good. Yeah. It, it's, I, I, I was going to pull the app up when we were going through it because my son's like, oh, what's this cut called? And I was like, I just sitting there like, look like a deer in the headlights. Like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it's called. He's like, what's this cut called? And I'm like, uh, fuck, man. I don't know. Like, oh, God damn it. Why didn't you pull the app up? <laughs> I was good at it. I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to plug the app and you didn't even yeah. use it when you needed it. <laughs> I, I know, but I know the cuts. Like I know yeah. the cuts. I just, yeah. I always forget. Like I always forget the name of the cuts. Yeah. Like the specific names of all the individual little cuts when you break them down. Sure. Sure. I for, I never remember. Like I know the, the obvious ones, but I never remember all of them and he yeah. asked me every little fucking cut and like everything and i'm like fuck i don't know son we're gonna make jerky out of that it doesn't <laughs> matter what fuck, that I is i don't know give it to your brother look what he's doing over there with that yeah thing. Like, look, he's gonna chop it up into stew meat just give that to him <laughs> so you need, you need to bring wyatt on to your do a video with wyatt and then he can oh, yeah. teach kevin the name yeah no I dad can, that's dude, actually the name absolutely yeah well so i've actually after, done that so friends. we're going through it and i was like oh so i'm gonna go on the app i'm gonna go on your app yeah, and I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna study it, but I'm gonna have to watch the thing probably 80 times because I got a memory like a fucking goldfish oh, when it comes to like all these fucking names and remembering all. And like I'll watch it and I'll still forget. I know I will. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's why it's always there. Like it's not going anywhere. If you save it to your phone, if you're butchering in the field or whatnot. Um, so we butcher hind quarter, front quarter, tenderloin, backstrap, go through how to clean it up, all that stuff. I mean, that part is pure gold. I. You know, I, I look at some, some people on Instagram that have hundreds of thousands and millions of followers and they go through the breakdown of a hind quarter of a deer or an elk or something like that. And they walk their audience through it. And I sit there and watch it. And Luke, sometimes when he was living here, still, he'd look over my shoulder and be like, well, she's full of shit. That's not right. And I'm like, no, I know that's not right, son. But at, you know, 300,000 likes, like, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, our app does it the right way. Like our app goes through it. Our app shows it. And uh, right now on the app, we also have a recipe section, which is going to be expanded by 52 recipes on the next update. So we started, I mean, the 36 or 34 that are on there are awesome, but. I've really got carried away since it launched um, or since those recipes and all that stuff was on there and have just been doing stuff and making food and experimenting. And some of the experiments have failed miserably. A lot of them have been awesome, Um, but I have 52 more recipes that are written and that'll be out on the update as well. And that's the, the shorter update. Um, You know, our, our long-term plan on the app for, for this winter, we're going to, you know, all five of us are going to get together and 
do some major filming in a you know chef style kitchen and get some actual videos of the recipes because right now the recipes are a picture all the ingredients and then you know one tab over you just slide over and it's all the directions for those ingredients so we're going to take those pictures and offer kind of condensed two or three minute videos of all those recipes as well or as many as we can until we run out of meat to use with them right yeah yeah that that's what i'm going to look forward to is this year's going through it and using utilizing those recipes because well if 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 you start into it before the update comes out, just let me know. I'll send you the the list of 52. I'll, I'll give you access to all that stuff. Nice. I mean, nice. I, uh, I couldn't be more happy with it, especially yeah. with, no, know, it looks, going, it looks really, uh, it looks really good. It was really you know, it, when it, came it, out. it was really fun. Appreciate that. It was yeah. fun to put together. Um, the feedback has been great. Nobody's super pissed off about it yet. Um, I'm sure somebody will be at some point. Why do you feel that? I just feel like somebody always gets pissed off about something. You can't say like, I, I don't think there's anything to be pissed (laughs) off on the app about, but like, I went through it pretty good and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You helped me. You, you went through the, one of the beta versions was like, Hey, these look all, these look all messed up when you do it that way. And so I immediately got in touch with, uh, with Dustin, I'm like, hey, this is not right. Like, these are all switched up. We need to get this fixed and stuff like yeah. that. Um, no, I don't. There's no reason I would say that, Kevin. I just, you know, playing the odds, somebody's gonna, you know, gonna like saying that the, the videos are 17 minutes long, and well, you got a dead animal on the yeah, ground, you didn't yeah. watch it before. So that was, <laughs> you know, that was the actual feedback, and you know, I I appreciated it a ton because I was thinking like, okay, in the back of my head, I was like, we should have a condensed version. So we'll have the option oh, yeah, to watch the 17 minute version, yeah. but there will also be the option for or, the or watch minute. the trailer. Yeah. That's kind of what it will be, right? <laughs> you, you'll see, you'll get none of the actual education or information. You'll see me pointing down, you know, the separation between the cut top here, round. Here, here, yeah. Here. Basically cut Hold here, up. dip there, pop that, lift it off, scrape <laughs> the pelvis. You're done. And, but that's what people want to see when they're out in the field at times. Um, I think I think, it, it, I think I think it's a thing in the next this generation though that we're all dealing with when it comes to social media or any kind of information that you're putting out whether it's YouTube or no matter what you're putting out the proper thing as the way it should be explained so that you are educated and you understand the whole process but people I'm sorry people are lazy these days and yeah. they don't want to sit around for that long yeah. even though you should learn it all because there's a reason that you're saying it all 100% like, a hundred percent. But you know, the feedback from like the other, one of the other apps that got game has the elk nut, they built the elk nut app with the idea that people would watch these modules and these videos and practice these setups and sequences prior to getting into the field. And what they learned from feedback is people are looking at them when an elk's bugling at them. Like <laughs> no they did, kidding. they, they, yeah, that's a, like some of the feedback. And, and so <laughs> I'm 100% guilty. 100% guilty of it. Maybe they just have like, uh, like they just have this a big with those fucking speakers. Speakers, megaphone. Yeah, the megaphone. Come on, tell me that's not their phone. Tell me that's not the first goddamn time you thought about that because I've thought about doing that. Like, hey, I need to bring my Bluetooth speaker and put it on maximum volume right now because it'll work. We need to get a custom made bugle tube that just fits over the end of your phone. I think we were talking. Doug Bose and I were talking about that a long time ago um, about using his app 
Because down in down in Washington, you can like here yeah, you, you, speaker you can predator call or prey call whatever. Yeah, yeah so predator he, his call with app, a speaker. Yeah, his his app you can just the calls come up and then you can like Bluetooth it to like one of those construction speakers. We yeah. were talking about that doing that down in Washington, but in BC you're not allowed to use electronic calls. So you're not. No, no, we can't do anything fun here. You remember what did you say earlier? What the fuck is wrong with you guys up there in BC? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. not that, not that really. Like, I'm not one of the things that's wrong with BC is not us using electronic calls by any means. Like, <laughs> there's, so, not, there's so there's so many more table. fucked up things <laughs> than that. Like, that's not that's not a priority by any right. means. Right, right. So no, it's uh, man, I'm just I'm super stoked on the way that it came out. Uh, in the futures, with the ideas we have, some of the people that are reaching out, some of the things we have coming down the pipes, it's it's great. And one of the things I'm really proud of is that we're able to bring it in. It, it's not free. It took a lot of, of grinding and years to put it together, but it's $14.99. I mean, it's, no. it's, it's pretty cheap. Um, free. it's worth it, it everybody i'm telling you right it, now it is i appreciate worth it. Fuck, dude, you yeah. can't even buy a coffee for 14 dollars anymore no and no. that's what that's kind of what you know we came to the idea when we were talking about pricing and other things because there's a bunch of different modules right do we go on try to get advertisers on here and charge them to advertise do we give it away for free and just hope to get this two hundred thousand person user base or whatnot and it really came down to we were sitting down as a group and said it's literally the price of a small coffee and a vanilla scone, like to buy this app that, yeah. and for fourteen ninety nine, and people are petrified to butcher their own animal. And for fourteen ninety nine, it really should quell those fears. Yeah. Right? And it, not, it's not really only to cool. learn how to butcher, but look at all the different recipes that a person yeah. gets to learn to experiment. Cause a lot of people are, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, like you, mom has this great recipe grandma or grandpa have this great recipe and you you know you love them their family thing but it's cool when you can see something start to finish laid out for you and being like yeah oh i can do that and that looks freaking fantastic we should yeah. try that yeah it takes the scariness out of it when it's right there I, absolutely absolutely i mean and it's like i said i i pat myself on the back for it it it, it was fun and we got a lot more things to do we have bear coming out on it um this year i feel like bear is one that's bears definitely it, it, it it's a little different than like a deer and an elk so i was going to say the same thing so even though it has similar anatomy like yeah the shoulder where on a deer or elk the meat's in the shoulder not on the humerus but on a bear the meat isn't necessarily on the shoulder. It has the big biceps and the big forearms. It's it's totally a different animal. Um, but we'll have taxidermy content for the bear, like how to how to rug it out so you can get a rug or nice. get it tanned. Um, I who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if one of us is going to knock down a bull to get taxidermy content for a bull? But we have pretty good odds where we're hunting for whitetail to shoot something with horns um, this November. And we're going to get some taxidermy content for the whitetail section. Oh, and nice. that'd be good. yeah, so we'll get, we'll get caping out on there. We'll get skinning the head on there, um, which is always, it's a tough thing. Like if you've never done it, 
skinning out the head of an animal to like, if you have to pack it out a long way, I mean, that's a pretty easy thing to fuck up. And I yeah, mean, especially I won't if you're lie, trying to I, keep the cape, like fuck man. It's yes, tough. Dude. And if it, you're by yourself. You wanna, and like, like, yeah. And you want it and that. If you're far enough away, if you're far enough away where like heat is going to matter, if you're close yep. enough, it's not, it's not nearly as big of an issue. If you right. can get it to a freezer. <laughs> right. But if you're in a place and you're like, fuck man, like I, like, like you get into some places like the last, last goat dry I had, fuck man, you're so far in the back up in the Rockies. Yep. Like it has to be like, yeah, it's gotta be perfect. And like, I did, full, I did a full, I did a full Cape on that go uh-huh. and it was like fuck man like you got to be just like you got to yeah. be so careful or else it's just you're going to ruin it and and like you got to be in, but at the same time it's like you got to be quick enough because you you still have to deal with the meat yes yeah it's yeah. it's a it's a tough thing and you know if someone's skinning out the head on an animal and just not caping it and rolling it but doing it yeah. for weight and and management I can only imagine how taxidermists deal with people that don't know how to skin out around the eyes and cut the, the goddamn uh, eyelids off or when they get around the mouth and they just like slice open the lips and everything else. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And that, but that's when, like, I mean, like it's good to know all those things. I mean, it's good to practice. Like I fucked up a lot, a lot where I was like, Okay, well, I guess this isn't go. I, I'm not doing a shoulder mount with this. I guess. I guess. I guess I'm going to. I'm going to euro mount this one. On this one, right? <laughs> right. And so I've done that so many times, and like, but you like even like turning your lids or ears and everything. Like, yes. Fuck, man, you have to do that. It, like I said, if you're in the place where you you're not able, you're, you're not going to get it to a freezer fast. Yep. You have to be able to know how to do that. You have to. You have to you're ruin the hide. Absolutely, you're going to ruin the hide, and I mean. You can, that's where the app will come in handy because you can watch that shit on YouTube in your family room at your desk a hundred times. I mean, I've, I've watched YouTube videos a hundred times trying to figure out and be like, I'm totally going to remember that. And then in the heat of the moment, I'm like, God damn it. I wish I had that YouTube video right there next to me to watch it. And so all this stuff's going to be on the app and you know, it's all downloadable. So you don't have to have cell service. Like you know you're going elk hunting, just download all the elk modules, right? You know yeah. that you're going to butcher at camp, download the butchering modules for that. Um, it's all it's all able to be saved on your phone and it doesn't need to be in perpetuity. You can go and then erase those to create clear memory on your phone if you need to right. download oh. podcasts or whatever else. So that's, that's the plan. It's moving forward good. Like I said, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. I'm beyond yeah. stoked with how it's it's come out. I mean, if I'm able to teach my now 13 year old son, like he can butcher his own animal. My eight year old takes part in grinding the meat, and he's just like he's just like Wyatt. He's standing there when I'm butchering Luke's elk, and he's like, "What's this?" And so I go through it, and he's like, "Well, where's that?" And so I, you know, I grab the back of his leg. I'm like, "Oh, that's that muscle right there." And he's like, "Oh, we eat that muscle," and I'm like, "Yeah, that muscle's pretty good. Like we should." Yeah. So, I mean, and, and the app goes yeah. through all that stuff. I was trying to get the youngest one into it, but he was more interested in just cutting the tallow off and throwing it at oh, his hell sister. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she was happy about that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there there <laughs> wasn't a beat down the top. Where, 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 are you, wait, where are you going with that? What are you doing with that? No, 
get back here. We with just a fucking <laughs> total grimace look on his face. Oh my god. <laughs> We've Kristen and I were like Luke moved up to Penticton at the end of August, but this summer we decided to just let them figure it the hell out. You know, Luke's 13. Yeah. Like I always say my kids look like twins that show twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. With Luke being Arnold Schwarzenegger and Griffin being Danny DeVito, because they literally same hair color, body builds, like huge and small, et cetera. And it's just a shit show sometime. I mean, Chris and I will be sitting on the couch and sometimes we just need to go take a walk and hope that a window isn't broken when we get home. You oh, know, just yeah. it's just easier <laughs> to let him go and figure it out. So yeah. We we're not at that point yet, just because man, it can get pretty violent some days. Oh, it like, can get violent as all hell. Well, we have a girl in the middle too, so it gets. Does extra. she run the show? She tries to. She likes to think she does. But not with why it's too big, and he's older. He does. He just pushes yeah. his way around. But like with the younger, with Hunter, yeah, she tries to, but he can fight back pretty good. I was going to say he probably doesn't like that. Feisty. <laughs> no, yeah. He's, <laughs> Bicycle bugger. What? Oh, what do you guys have on tap for tags the rest of the year then? Uh, well, I I won't be able to go out probably till towards the end of October um, because of your knee, hip. What, My knee's good. Oh, that's right. The knee's good. You you had hip stuff now, right? I got yeah. I have a, a ruptured bursitis. Oh, so I'm going on the 27th. They're gonna uh, they're gonna clean it up. What so. what 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 caused that? Just being you for years yeah just pushing too much like i had ongoing hip pain and i just kept training kept running and i was training for that fat dog 120 and i just said fuck Mm -hmm. it and just kept pushing 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 and then one day i was like fuck man i couldn't get out of bed it was just like brutal. so i've been dealing with that for a while and so i get that dealt with on the 27th of this month so then basically it's going to be they said it's a fast recovery so mm-hmm. hopefully I'm hopefully it'll be towards, you know, it'll be faster. So I'm going to talk to Wardo from beyond the kill and we're going to get a program set up to get to rehab, have a yeah. re- rehab schedule set up before I even go into surgery. And then... that's a great discussion when you had him on. Like, I, yeah. I think I, I texted you like, dude, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. He's good shit. And then, yeah. uh, so yeah, so everything mine will be towards the end of October. So it's basically, I'm going to be looking at, but I mean, still in BC, I mean, I can go up to region seven, a or seven B and I could still, you know, that moose is open late there. Elk's open late. Bison's open. Is moose an over the counter tag? Yeah. Yeah. Every, everything sure. in BC, everything in BC is over the counter. Really? Yeah. Everything. Not moose down here. No, moose no. Moose down here is draw. No, but at any given place <clears throat> in the province. Oh, yes. It's over the counter. So like. Really? You could, I could go up to north, hunt moose, bison, sheep, doesn't matter, right? There's, I'll find an open season for in one unit. Yeah. So, I mean, if I, if I, if I unfortunately am not able to get, to get, uh, to be good enough to go hunt elk, then, yeah. you know, then I was thinking maybe going up north and looking at like a bison hunt or a moose hunt and. Yeah. So It's a big yeah. animal. Yeah. Bison are not little, man. No. And it's, it's either sex. So, okay. That it yeah. really doesn't matter. There's no, no, I know it doesn't matter, but it just huge. for the odds, but yeah. And it's oh, over yeah. the counter too. So that'll be good. And Jesus moose, Christ. moose will be a little harder. I think, I don't know from what I hear from guys with moose up there lately. It's pretty, pretty I don't know tough. what it is down here. I've seen more moose in my unit where I'm hunting this year than I ever have in the past. There's always like the, the token 
you know, the, the couple grunters and gurglers around yeah. that always, you know, or I'll hear them raking a tree and I'll think that it's, a, you know, a good bull elk and I'll sneak in there and think, wow, this elk really must be into breaking that tree because I'm pretty sure it should have heard me or smelled me by now and get 15 yards from big bull moose. I'm like, Oh, Hey, sorry, bud. Um, but this year, I mean, calves, cows, bulls. I mean, I'm, I'm pushing like 10 to 12 moose in the area that I hunt, whereas usually it's three or so, but we also had a super duper wet spring and summer. So the horn growth down here, the cows, Oh my God. I don't know what, what you saw up there, Pete, but like the cows down here, they're so freaking fat. They look like they're pregnant. Like they look like they are pregnant right now. That's how big these freaking cows are. Wow. The the elk are looking, all the elk that I saw are looking really good this year. We didn't yeah. have a super wet season. Like it uh-huh. was, yeah, it was a weird dry. season up here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they found some, some good feed somewhere because they're looking good. Yeah. And I don't have any moose pictures yet. Um, I wasn't able to get out. Literally the fires had us locked in here. So I couldn't get out to my MU to put up anything or scout or. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I managed to get a couple of cameras the out. Deer a couple ago. Are, I noticed the mule deer numbers are down. Oh, do you? Yeah. From, Is from that our, because of the fires? No, I think we had a really hard winter around here. Oh, you last did? Last year. And like I think super that, cold and snowy? Super cold, snowy, like deep snow. Uh huh. And the length we had it for a long time, where typically we have it for maybe a month, yeah. two months. Yeah. That's at the valley, like at the bottom. Uh-huh. Here we had it for a long time. We, really? We had a long winter. And, you know, winters are, I mean, besides vehicle collisions, I think winters are probably the hardest thing on mule deer. So, yeah. 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 I'm the more I've, I've been in Northern Idaho, the less I like winters. Like, yeah. I, you know, I used to be a, a big skier and stuff like that, but you I guys know I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm when you have fan. kids, like especially kids that like play competitive sports and you got practices, you got weekend games. And then like with hunting, trying to squeeze that in, I, I'm, I'm putting all my ski gear up for sale this year. Like there's no point in leaving skis and boots and everything hanging in the garage another year. It's just not going to happen Yeah. for, for a long enough time. And I, Kind of like you with your hip. I, I looked at my wife and I, she's like, you sure you want to sell your ski equipment? I said, yeah, I don't, it's not going to happen. Like, and if I do get back into it, there'll be better stuff than what I have, you know, in five, 10 years when I get back into it. I said, you know what? Scratch that. I'm probably done with it. And she's like, you loved it. Why'd you quit? And I said, if I were to blow out a knee or a hip or a back and it's a year recovery and I'm not able to hunt in the fall of the following year, I said, one of two things is going to happen or both things are going to happen. I'm going to be the biggest asshole on the planet and I'm going to drink a lot more than I already do. Like, it's just, a, I, you know, we live for this yeah. time of year and I well, couldn't it's, imagine. It's been really, it's, it, it, to be honest, the others, it, you know, I, I try not to let it bug me too much. I mean, I, you know, I could stay pretty busy. I mean, I can still, yeah. thankfully I could still train. I don't, I can't train the way I like to train, right. but I can still train. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of my life too. And I just try to, I try to look at the positive things, things I can do. I mean, I could still shoot my bow, mm-hmm. you know, I can still, you know, I, I you just gotta you, like, don't go on Instagram. And I mean, and if you do, don't start seeing elk down and deer down yeah. and start letting it bug you. Right. I mean, the comparison's the <laughs> thief of joy. So you gotta just, you gotta just 
be positive and, you know, congratulate guys that they're doing well and just yeah. do what you can until you, you know, what way you can do it until things get better. But, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of put it on myself, right. I mean, I, I had this goal set in my mind and I'm, I'm the kind of guy that just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. I, I have, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have aches and pains all over my body and I just, I just deal with it. So, but it was just one of those things that it just got to the point where something in my body was like, Nope, it's, <laughs> no more. It's, that's it. No done. More that. And <laughs> you I even mean, got, you even got Pete down there doing the, uh, you did like this 30 for 30 or 30, 30 challenge or something a while ago, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Was, was that, that's kind January? of what that, it was in January. Yeah, I was right up to Christmas. <clears throat> I was getting a lot of messages for, from guys like just, you know, Hey, I'm having a hard time staying. Consistency is the biggest thing when you're, yep. when you're fitness, like, you don't have to do anything crazy. You just have to do it consistently. And it's not, yes. you don't just be consistent. It's all you have to do. If you're going to do it five days a week, do it five days a week. Yes. Figure out what you can do and what you can do consistently. Don't go for a week hard and then not go for a month and be like, Oh, I got to get back into it. I got to go. I got to get renew my gym pass and I got to go. Then go for five days hard as you can and then quit. It's the you same thing with think- diet and everything else. Yeah. Like yeah. don't, don't eat clean for a week and then, say like for the next week and a half not going to do it. me like oh i gotta get back like th- what the hell's the point of doing that yeah and like, when i when i got on to do it like when kevin had kind of brought it up what he was planning on doing yeah it wasn't a new year's resolution i don't believe in that shit i yeah. believe in if you want to do it do it i don't care right what, it doesn't what, have to be january could first be, right it could be the seventh who cares so i thought well you know what i think i can do this thing that kevin's putting on support him and you know maybe it helps somebody else because just your average guy and everything and yeah. After I got through that 30 days, I was like, feel pretty good. Yeah, go for 31, 32. I'm still doing it as much as yeah. I can. Like, I mean, there's times, there's times yeah. I can't like tonight. I didn't have time to work out, but yeah. I had time. I damn well made sure I got out and shot my bow. Yeah. And I had 20 minutes before the show here. Yeah. I got down and I stretched because if I can't do one thing, I can at least stretch and, you know, maintain my flexibility. Because yeah. my problem is my back tightens up and everything. Oh, so God. You yeah. do something. Do well, something. I'll tell you, like you guys got me, Kevin, I even texted you about one of those hip stretches that I saw you doing on the thing. Like you got me stretching. It's not as consistent as I would like, but I went from not stretching for, I don't know, 17 years to stretching now four times a week for about 10, 20 minutes a day. Yeah, and yeah. it, it has alleviated. I always have low back pain when I sleep. I think because I I get that curve in my mm-hmm. lumbar spine, so I have to sleep with my legs under a pillow or always on my side or whatnot. And I've found a direct correlation between stretching and lack or decreased low back pain, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, man, it does more for you, I think, mentally than anything else. Just yeah. like, you know, I I worked out. I've worked out for almost every day for a long time. And like, yep. you know, except for days that I was out in the bush hunting and, but any day that I could work out, I did. And then this year came along and then like, I started, I had this hip issue. I was doing mm-hmm. knee recovery and then like my body slowly was shutting down with everything. Right. And then mm-hmm. I was basically forced to take a few days off and it was like, you know, and, but I still like, you know, I write my schedule, I write it seven days a week, but mm-hmm. that's just what I do for myself mentally. Like you don't have to do, you don't have to do it every day. Like I said, you just have to, you have to come up with a program that works for you and just stick mm-hmm. with it consistently. And it's going to help you mentally huge. Like if, if you can accomplish that, then slowly you start applying these same principles to anything you do 
Yep. Like at work, if you're doing it at work, you're like, listen, I want to raise. Okay. Don't think about it. Like, don't think about it. Like I need a raise like this Think, What can I do? That's going to make me stand out so I can get a raise. And then you just try to do something a little better. Right. And you yep. just stay with it consistently. People are going to notice. Absolutely. Boss is going to notice anything you do in life that you just apply those same principles Yes, and it's going to pay off. You just, but you have to be consistent. You have to be realistic. Yeah. And, and it, it just works. It works for, for every facet of your life. You know, in regards to being realistic, I always think there's multiple levels of like goal setting and things like that. You got to set that goal that fuck, it's not likely attainable. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something so far off, something so unrealistic, but who knows the right strokes of luck, things happen. Yeah. you like, it could make it like, you know, when you go those five tiers and then you get down the tiers, you get the, the goal that you could probably accomplish by the end of the week, just not being a dipshit for five days straight or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, picking up, but you got to have attainable goals, but you, I feel like if you make everything realistic and attainable, well, it's if hard, you make, then you could switch if you over. Make, if you might look at it as this unrealistic goal, you're setting the bar really high, right? Yeah. It's way yeah. up here. Yeah. If you're consistently getting, raising the that bar that you're at up a little bit every day, mm-hmm. two years from now, five years from now, that unrealistic goal that you set, it's not it's that attainable. far away. Yeah. Correct. Now all of a sudden it's obtainable, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Con- that's the thing is like, you, but you have to be consistent. You have to be. Yes. You know, like you got to be disciplined, like motivation, motivation comes and goes, but you just have to be disciplined. You have to be consistent. Like, man, we, I have these conversations pretty much daily, you know, with, with people at work, with people I meet in my life. And they're like, well, I just, you know, like guys at work today, they're like, oh, I'm like, you guys can do a little bit better than what we're doing now. Right. And I'm like, if you guys apply, if you guys just apply these simple principles, you know, when you come to me next year and say, Hey, I want to raise, I'm not going to give you a fucking raise for no reason. Like I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you. What have you done in the last year to get any better than in the situation that you were in a year ago? Nothing. Like, why don't you work a little harder? Apply, like set a goal for yourself, like an apprentice. Okay. You know, by the end of the year, I want to be a bricklayer by the, you know, I want to be one step closer to being a bricklayer by the end of the year. Okay. Well now you have to work a little bit harder to, to get right. there like you, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing working out or anything it's all the same it's all relevant like i said you apply that simple principle to any to so many facets of your life and yeah. it's just it, it's going to make a difference but you have to look at it as like you have to stick with it you have to be consistent it ain't going to be just like like what we were talking about or like pete was saying it with like you know everybody wants it now but that that's not a reality yeah that's that's this generation as pete was saying like I want it right now. I in this uh this semester and you class, can never you can't buy it. You can't you can't buy you can't pay somebody to make you fit. No. You no. can't pay somebody to give you mental strength. You have to earn those things. Correct. You earn those things. You earn you earn success by failure. All these little things. Yes. Like yes. They're they're just these are steps. These are steps you have to take to be successful. These are steps you have to take to be in shape. These are success steps you have to take to be a successful elk hunter. Yes. Like every fail you have is is not, don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as it one step closer to success. All those failures Correct. that Pete had this year, those are putting him one step closer to success yes. every year. And you just think of, take that thought process and apply it everything you do in life and you will be successful if you're consistent. 
Yes, that, that's great. I always, I haven't thought of it that way. Have, having it as little steps. I always, we've been having the joke with elk hunting that like my mistake quiver is almost full. So it's time to uh, put an arrow into the success quiver. Like I've, I've made, I've made enough mess ups now, but they are learning experiences mm-hmm. this season. Like I went into this season, like, man, I fucked up about every situation I can fuck up elk hunting. Like it's going to be good this year yeah. and sure shit. I'm going into tomorrow, September 14th. And I've fucked up another eight different scenarios again. I'm like, no <laughs> shit. I didn't even know I could do that with those. Yeah. Ones. I hear you there. <laughs> I, I did a great job fucking those ones up like that mistake quiver. Like it's, it's, it's full. So, but those are all steps towards your right, yeah, towards success. Like you, yeah. You know, there are those people and we all know them. And maybe we were one that like first day out, first ever archery elk hunt, they shoot a bull on the trail in front of them. They're like, oh, this is easy as hell. I'll be doing this every oh, year. Yeah, I was one of those guys. I went with my cousin my first trip. I shot an elk, right? And then four no years shit. later, four years later, I, I suffered a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I went through all that stuff like days in, days out. And I, I go hard when I set my goals and stuff. I go hard, extremely hard. And yeah, I had a reality check, right? No, okay, this isn't that easy. And I had a lot of, lot of failures, but again, those were just putting me one step closer every time to getting to the point where, like, yeah, like I know I can kill kill an elk. Like, if you give me put me in an area where there's elk, I know I'd be able to come out with an elk, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I you have to go through all the other hardship for same with same with business, right? It doesn't matter. Like I, I feel like I have a business now that's really good, really profitable. You know how many times I fucked up along the way to get to where I am today? Right. A lot of times, man, like a lot of times. And like, guys don't see that. The guys that work for me don't see people outside the, on the outside looking in, they just see where you are now. They don't see the 25 years or 30 years of fucking hardship you went through to get to where you are now, like every day working six, seven days a week, yep. 14 hours a day, right? Eating itchy ban yep. for years just so you can get by, right? Just so you had enough yep. money to pay the guys and pay your vendors and pay your employers. And like, and then you still get into trouble. Like I, I, I failed hard. I crashed, you know, like I, I had to claim, declare bankruptcy. Right. And I, right. I worked my ass off to pay all the little people back. And then yeah. I just, I kept going. I didn't quit. I was just consistent. I just consistently kept, I, 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 took what I, what happened. I, I learned from it and I just keep kept applying and kept going, kept pushing, just kept, just kept the same thing. Like, Oh yeah. Like there was one time when I started my business, I had a wheel, I had a bucket and a trowel. And then to get to the, to look at a point where you're like, Hey, I want to have a million dollar a year business. Yeah. That's, that's totally unobtainable. Right. If you think about right. it where you could, all you can afford is a, as a trowel and a bucket to create a million dollar business a year is totally right. unattainable. That's an unattainable goal. Yes, yeah. But it, it's not if you just keep keep grinding away, right? Just consistently grinding away, knock at it, raise that, raise that bar a little bit every every day, raise yeah. it a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, it's right there. It's yeah. right fucking there. Yeah. 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 No, that's a truer words haven't been spoken. Consistency beats it all the time. Always. Always. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, so well, gentlemen, hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm, it's uh, been fun. Pleasure. Uh, I will text you guys after this week, and I'm gonna go after work tomorrow. After the real job, I'm gonna go out and uh, chase elk. It's supposed to be 85 this weekend, so oh. should be should be really comfortable out there. Some yeah, I'll purchase. have to get send me your uh, send me Luke's schedule. 
I'll, okay. Yeah. I'm 40 minutes from, well, a little bit longer now because the road between Patikta and Colon is closed. Is it still closed because of the yeah. rock slide? Yeah. Are they ever going to get it open? Dude, we're in BC. What did you say earlier? What the fuck's wrong with BC up here? Dude, but, so they have so there's a bunch of West Kelowna kids that play for OHA. And well, there is a detour that goes around, but it's yeah, it's two hours. It's like I two, know, it, two plus like two hours. hours. I think so, after this weekend, they're gonna get alternating <laughs> traffic, but that's still gonna be a shit show. Well, they have about that. Oh, yeah. So there's a rock slide. There's been a rock Kevin slide on the, every year. There's a rock slide on this on this part of the highway between Summerland and West Col- or Peachland. Every yeah. year there's a rock slide. And they just like, well, why why fix the problem? Why don't we just scrape the rocks off when they fall? I mean, <laughs> it, it, so and and Pete, so Luke's playing at OHA this year, and a bunch of kids at OHA, you know, they still live in West Kelowna and go to school there, and then they'll come down for practice from noon to five or whatever their practice schedule is. And so OHA then reached out to all the player parents and everything, like, hey do you have room for another kid in your house for the five days for the first few weeks of the season with the anticipation they would have this open back up for commuting? So OHA would send like a, their transportation vehicle, either if not all the way to West Kelowna close to, but with the detour they're they're not doing that now. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, Kevin, so Luke has a game, I think uh, up at, rinks arena i forget which which one not lake country but another one kind of in north Kelowna. i have to look at the schedule and yeah see. send me a schedule and i'll, uh, I I'll will. make sure i catch a game i will so but if uh right now depending on how this weekend goes i'm planning on heading up your way so i'll be be in your neck of the woods uh on sunday so if you're around sunday what would that be the 23rd or something like that of september Yep. If you're around, all right. if you're around, yep. uh, let me know and we'll, we'll get together. Sounds good, buddy. And I'll throw all the show, all your info links to Instagram and, uh, information on the app. Yeah. And I want to, I want to put out, like I've had multiple people that have killed moose and elk in different States that had the app or even if they didn't have the app, reach out to me and ask like, Hey, are you willing to help me butcher this animal via zoom. And, and yeah, I mean, we, I've butchered a few animals now via zoom walking people through, uh, you'd be amazed at how big the gracilis is on a damn moose. I mean, it's no longer a skirt steak thing. I mean, that's the gracilis is freaking huge on a moose, but <laughs> I've never, I've never put my hands on a moose. I'm dying to now. Like I am truly astonished with how big those animals are. Oh, they are. I had, uh, I got one last year, and when you walk up to it, you're like, holy fuck, you forget yeah. how big they are. Now, is that hump be on their shoulders? Is that meat, or is that like spinous process of the vertebrae? Yeah, what that's is all. That? Yeah, it's, there's no. That's like, all vertebrae? Yeah, like the top of it, yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not like a grizzly bear where it's all just like pure hump muscle. Yeah. That's, yeah, their spine runs up the top of that. But so backstrap runs along each side of that? Yeah, down and like their, their front shoulder blades run up to the top of that. Oh my god! Little different than like a like a deer or, or an elk. Like really, all legs. That no. all legs. Yeah, yeah. And just the sheer weight. Like we went to try to turn Evie's moose head just for a picture, just turn it a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. It took about point two seconds to be like, so pictures are as it lays. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, it's, it's not moving. Like, and that's I got a that's picture of 
Yeah, I got a picture of of Wyatt in the garage with the oh, yeah. back quarters, and you'll see like, and they're cut off at the. I cut them off. Yeah. Right, and then you'll see like I'll I'll send it to you. When yeah. We click off here and like uh, oh. the thing is that you just forget. And like I grew up north, and like my dad, my uncles, they were moose hunters. Right, they shoot yeah. fucking moose all the time. Like it was easy. And like, yeah. you just forget. And then I moved down here and I started, I fell in love with deer and elk and started chasing them. And I just, you know, and I just never I just started chasing them all the time. And then, yeah, last year I was like, holy shit. Oh, big animal. Big. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, getting back to what I was saying, like if any of the listeners have questions about recipes or like have a cut, but don't want to make anything that's on the recipe block, they should just reach out via Instagram to me. Like, what, how do they say, like, enter into my DMs or whatever, and I try to get back DM as fast me. as possible. DM me. Slide into my DMs, if you will. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and yeah, I can give you some ideas. I, I will say you should not be afraid to make venison tartare. I haven't made elk tartare yet, but I've, I've eaten raw venison last year, and it was... It, it'll it'll be a highlight like i've made a bunch of reels about it and posted them but like not only was it the best thing i've i've ever made it was the best thing i've ever eaten it was absolutely oh. unbelievable so that when you guys knock one down take the tenderloin and and do that i'll send the recipe up to you yeah that's good maybe uh yeah should be fun cool it's okay absolutely. thanks buddy all right, all right thanks thank guys you. i'll talk to you bye yeah, talk to you go out there and the fish are where you think they are any one of these casts could be the bite it's the most exciting fishing that i know right here at hawks cave oh that's awesome experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer don't miss thursdays with saltwater experience brought to you by golden boat lifts every thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.